Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. And that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers conquer the bubble, and banner number 17 will soon hang in the rafters. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. want their respect laker nation want their respect and i want my damn respect too welcome to the athletic nba podcast show thing what's it called jade the athletic nba show podcast right that's what it is i'm punch drunk off this season which is now over thanks to the los angeles lakers Barely squeaking by the Miami Heat, just a, a little 106-93 victory. You know, we could say it was that close throughout most of it. I'm Zach Harper. Jay King is here. Dave DeFore is here. Trevon Edwards is here. Big Waz is here. We got Jade Hoy producing. And gentlemen, the season is over after the Lakers, again, just barely pull off this championship, uh, which was, this was the We Believe Lakers anyway. You would not expect anything other than them squeaking by in this game six. I can't decide which one it is, whether it was never a doubt that the Lakers were going to win the championship. Or only or doubts. Only doubt <laughs> that they were going to win this championship. But, man, they um, I think this game showed the type of team they were all year. That first, The defense they played in the first half, and um, we can get into how, you know, how sort of flat the heat came out in the first quarter. But once they got into a rhythm, they just started grinding these guys into dust. Uh, AD was in and around the basket the entire time. When 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 guys like Jimmy or Hero specifically got into the lane, they were scared to shoot. And when they did, they just the shots had no chance of going in. AD was blocking guys when he wasn't deterring them from taking the shot in the first place. It was just you know it was just a dominant defensive half. Thirty six points total for the Heat in the, in the first half, and that was the ball game right there. Like the fact that they just couldn't do anything on that end was the difference. This was what was missing in game five was we did, we did the post game show and it was the first thing we all mentioned that defensive intensity to start the game. And, you know, I mean, it was kind of a clutch defensive performance, right? 36 to clutch 16. Clutch with a K or clutch with a C? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of both, right? But 36 to 16, they won that second quarter. And I mean, it, it felt over about halfway through that quarter. I mean, it just, it, this was what we thought they were going to do after they lost game four. And, and, you know, things happen. It's basketball. Jimmy Butler was amazing in game five. But this is what the Lakers defense has been capable of all year long. I just didn't think the Heat had much left. They That yeah. game five just took everything they had. They needed everything from Jimmy Butler he played more than 47 minutes in that game. He had one of two of the better finals games you'll ever see in a single series. The Heat needed everything to beat the Lakers team, and they just didn't have it in game six. They just couldn't bring themselves to get to that level again. And when the Lakers are playing with that level of physicality and and when they're the aggressor like they were and they've got rondo going downhill and i I thought the easy buckets for rondo kind of told the story of the game if the heat are sharp rondo's not getting to the rack like that and danny green he's taking jimmy right off the dribble just straight up just taking him off the dribble for layups he 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 obliterated bam on a switch and just oh my god right by him he's doing spin moves it's like and people might listen to this and say, oh, you're making excuses for Miami. But it's like, I feel like Jimmy Butler can stay in front of Rajon Rondo, even at his age. He can do that. Um, and he couldn't this game. He, they just didn't have it, man. They didn't have the juice tonight. Uh, you know, Goran Dragic plus two in this game. He actually played plus two, you know? <laughs> Go Goran out there for a full series. I don't know, Waz. I don't know. <laughs> plus two, you know? Numbers I do, don't lie. You know, I, I know I know you're making a joke, but I do think that we might look back on this series and, and wonder if we did miss out on 
it clearly would have been more competitive if Goron had been healthy and if Bam had been healthy for the entire series. Not to take anything away, obviously, from the Lakers, but it it, it really with how back and forth it was outside of this game, even with those injuries, I can't help but think that that we might have gotten robbed a little bit of a classic final. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I mean, Trey, like I think that speaks to the fact that three of the Lakers four wins were just dominance, right? Mm-hmm. They just complete blowout victories. And that, and that showed the difference of like when the games were competitive and you know, the, the heat won two of three competitive games, but the other three were just complete blowouts. And, um, and maybe that was because of the injuries. I think it was because of the injuries. I think it would have been more competitive in those games, maybe a blowout here or there. Um, but you know, the Lakers could only play who was in front of them. And when, when given the opportunity, they just dominated this heat team. Yeah, I think it was a part of engagement. I mean, when you think about everything and the, the interest there, when they're locked in, they're really tough to beat. And they showed it tonight. Like, they put them away really early. And it was about not even just um, on uh, maintaining the lead, but they just, you know, overall, even with injuries or not, maybe the game is a little closer. Um, but the games that they did, Jimmy was able to will them, you know, will them, will them back. But I, I don't see, I don't see it actually. I think it probably would have been over a little bit faster if they had everybody because they wouldn't have been playing uh, a different style. You know, they had to rely on Jimmy Butler even more. And you know, you just can't play against his heart sometimes. So um, they pretty much came out flat and, and gassed, and the results were kind of evident. And it probably would have happened more than once um, if. If they have that full squad, I think. Yeah, I actually think that's a that's an interesting point. And and Jay, uh, not to name drop, I was talking to Reggie Theus on the on the radio. <laughs> Sweet um, bro. Two of the last three days. <laughs> uh, you know, he's Sweet bro. NBA player, uh, star of Hang Time on uh, I think NBC. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not it's not a big deal though. I was gonna say Hang Time to me is is more impressive than his NBA career. <laughs> that might be true. Um, but he was saying he didn't think we would have seen these games from the Heat if they were at full strength because Jimmy Butler was almost forced to play that way. Right. And, and he wasn't able to do it in back-to-back games. He does it in game three, game four. He's, he's pretty flat. And I think, I think AD's defense on him in the second half of game four was part of that, but I also think he just didn't have it right. He didn't have that kind of effort and that kind of energy in back-to-back games. And then he does it in game five and he was terrible tonight, like just terrible tonight. And, if they're at full strength, I don't think we get those games from Jimmy unless their back is up against the wall. Um, but also, like, we may get different games from Miami that that makes this uh, more competitive than it was. Yeah, and I, I think the the BAM injury, as much as a Dragic injury, really left an impact on the series because Dragic gives him another playmaker. He was our leading scorer going into the Eastern, or the finals, rather. Jimmy gave them so much of that that I didn't feel like they missed the Dragic for most of the series. But when Bam was out and game two was just a dunk fest, man. Like it was yeah. just oh man, absolute joke, absolute joke. So I, I feel, I mean, obviously both those injuries are big deals and, but, but Bam missing time and then coming back and not really being himself was a huge, huge deal for a team that doesn't really have many other interior options, if any other interior options. They they played Iggy sometimes at center. They played Kelly Olynyk sometimes at te- at center. But the Lakers just have too much strength, too much physicality, too much Anthony Davis to to get away with that. And they needed Bam. They needed more of it. By the way, Kelly Olynyk plus nineteen, Solomon Hill plus seven, Goran plus two. I don't know. I don't know, guys. You add all that up, and it was back, it's yeah. almost a tie game. Almost <laughs> like, listen, man, like, the Lakers, I, I don't know. I, there's not really any like smart way to say this. The Lakers beat the shit out of them in this game. Oh, and and yeah, it's kind of what like, we were kind of waiting for this after Goron went down. And so, you know, I don't want to keep Goron, giving. Man. I, it sucks, dude. I really nothing. feel bad for the for that whole team. They had such a fun run and they were still this was still a really great finals. And to, to go out like this is pretty sad. But this is what the Lakers were capable of, and they're a fantastic team. And man, that defense—we—I don't think that we've sang that defense's praises enough. Because when they turn it on like this, this is the best defense in the league, hands down. Yeah, and AD, yeah, AD was incredible. I don't, know. I don't know if I believe that. It's I'm, pretty damn good. When, it's when, really good. <laughs> I just—I don't. I think a lot of this. I think a lot of this game. And was you—you can disagree with this, but like I think a lot of this game was. 
the Heat played so tight early. I don't think that was defense. I think they. I think once the Lakers smelled blood, I think they clamped down. Yeah, but I think a lot of that was like Bam played like shit. Tyler Hero played like shit. Right. Like, Jay Crowder was awful, and I don't know how much of that was defense and how much of that was oh shit. It's Game Six. I don't. I think Anthony Davis looming in the paint caused a lot he, of well, that he early certainly tightness, affected. Yeah, right? No, yeah. he certainly affected. Like, there were times yeah. you could see those guys were scared. I just think there were times outside of that where I just looked, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, there definitely was a lot of that. I mean, Tyler Hero, I don't know if a guy's stock has, has been crazier. You know, shout out to Zach Harper. But the stock report has been nuts oh, yeah. for Hero, right? The stock report is fucking it's plummeting right sky now. sky high coming into the finals. And then all of a sudden, they were like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, this guy's a rookie. Yeah, but I think the Lakers' defense deserves some credit because the, mm-hmm. two, Absolutely. the two previous rounds that Miami played in against Boston, who everybody agrees is one of the best defenses in the league, and Milwaukee, who the, I know we've said this a bunch of times, but theoretically, <laughs> I, I mean, they had the best, best regular season yeah. defense. No, right. You know, yeah. was one no, of the they're best facing, defenses. They're facing in the, the Hornets on Tuesday. Clamp <laughs> <Right. laughs> your ass but, down. But you know, so I'm. I, and in, in those series, when they needed big buckets and big offensive performances, the Heat came through. Hero came through and made big shots. They were calling plays for him against um, the Boston Celtics in crunch time. They were calling plays for Tyler Hero, and Jimmy was going nuts. And they were able to find offense when they needed it the most throughout the entire playoffs. They just couldn't muster anything tonight in game six. And again, like, when it comes to... Duncan Robinson and and Tyler Hero specifically, like the amount of running off of screens and sprinting that they have to do just to muster, you know, decent kind of looks. And, you know, every we all saw the footage of Jimmy yesterday after his his media availability where he basically limped off. Part of me was like, is he playing possum? But then part of me was like, I mean, he played 47 and a half minutes in game in game five, right? And so I, I understand that. You know, some of this stuff seems self-inflicted early on in the game, but the Lakers did it to him too. You know, like mm-hmm. in previous series, they found ways to get quality looks in the biggest games and biggest moments. They just couldn't do it tonight. Yeah, the, the the Heat did not do themselves any favors at all. But as you talked about, Zach, once they started fumbling the ball around and, and making those mistakes, the Lakers, especially in that second quarter, man, they just looked like they were a starved dog that just found a bone and, and they just went to town on those guys. Yeah, I, th- I think once the Lakers saw like, oh, these guys may not have it tonight. I think that's when they were mm-hmm. just like, oh, we're going to destroy these guys. Well, like, and try we to end lock, it early, right? In. Yeah, yeah, like we can lock it in and 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 they're going to they're going to completely fall apart which is what happened. Yeah, the defense was great. I don't want to take away from the defense. Sure. I just like I think a lot of that early on was the heat just sucking, right? And and yes. I think that was a lot of it was them in their own heads or them maybe not having it physically. And then once you do that against this defense, the Lakers took advantage. Trey uh LeBron James wins finals MVP unanimously it appears. Um I'm glad we didn't get cute with this and start like, "Oh, maybe Anthony Davis is like <laughs> LeBron owned this series." You know what? I was actually on that fence, though. Oh, really? I, I was on that fence, honestly, early on. I mean, the guy first two games averaged thirty plus points. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's let's not get too crazy. But like after the whole, I think it was the game that he had foul trouble. It yeah, just was three. downhill from there. You know, yeah. And, one, one Trey, once he hit game, once game three happened. I thought like LeBron's gonna have to retire not to win Finals MVP. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was his for the taking. I was like, yo, maybe maybe this is a, a conspiracy theory that he just you know what I mean just kind of just falls back and let LeBron take over. You know, but, but LeBron, you know, seen it, his eyes lit up, and it was his for the taking. You know, to this point, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't even close at this point. Like he even stayed in the game. I don't think he was. Sta- you know, he, he stayed in the game even to like the last minute, 30 seconds. How did he get that trip done? He played 41 minutes. That was rude. Yeah, like. <laughs> that was ruder than anything that happened <laughs> he, in the he series. He was sat padding at the end there. He was, he was shining it up, making sure it looked good. Yeah, yeah he wanted then, to make sure that shit looked nice. Yeah, and this is how I know Heat culture <laughs> fell apart in this game. Because they would have dumped all those points to Anthony Davis to get him MVP if they were really <laughs> locked in, right? Yeah. That's where you knew they just weren't in it mentally. That's so I, I gotta give a salute to the Heat, man. It's time. What? Uh-oh. It's it, now you salute the Heat. It's time to give a salute to the Heat. Wow. Okay. I didn't think they were gonna. I didn't think they were gonna <laughs> challenge the Bucks. I didn't think they were out? gonna challenge the Celtics. How'd that work out? They destroyed the Bucks. 
they dismantled the Celtics late in games. Even with a ton of injuries, they gave the Lakers hell. I'm just waiting for the butt. Yep, there it is. In the end. (laughs) In the end. Zach was wrong. Oh, come on. No, Jay, I'm I'm calling Jay King. Jay is 0-2-1 against me. 0-2-1 against me. He's playing 0-2-1. Zach was wrong. I, 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 I started this on Twitter. And Zach said he had the ultimate yeah, but, yeah, but. Sir sure Jade, when you edit this, I'm going to need some eight-mile music. All right? Yeah, All right. but. All right. I swear to God, if you start rapping, I will leave this podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, but. I am right. I am a fucking fuck. <laughs> I do podcast with a whole bunch of scum. Yeah, but. My boy Jimmy is a superstar. <laughs> I do got a dumb friend named Dave DeFore yeah, who ranked but. Anthony Davis number one. I did get jumped by all six games of the ECF run. And Duncan Robinson would fuck my girl. Still stand here screaming, fuck his culture. Fuck talk hoops. Fuck a beat. I'll go acapella. Fuck a seventh game. Fuck a shot clock. Fuck a spolstra. Fuck everybody. Fuck y'all if you doubt me. I'm a piece I'm of a prediction piece of trash. trash. I say it proudly. Yeah, Fuck this podcast. I don't want to win. I'm outie. Here. Yeah. But. Tell these people something they don't know about me. <laughs> Yo, I, was, I was not ready for that. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to pop a doctor's thing. I got nothing. How do I talk that? He wrote oh, a Zach, Zach, you oh wait a day. God. You wait a day. That's all. Oh, I gotta wait a day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Got to clap back in twenty-four to forty-eight. You know what I mean? This is oh, I, oh, I gotta go drink on him. <laughs> I had to send him a uh, mom spaghetti emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was not ready for that. Wow! I wasn't really ready for that either, man. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just don't hurt my feelings if you really got a ghostwriter, bro. That's going to hurt. <laughs> I mean, thank God it was a blowout. I spent the whole fourth quarter working on that. That was genius. That's why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> if Jam wrote that, I swear to God. But hold on. Is, is Anthony Davis going to complain about not getting more votes for finals MVP? Not saying that he should have won, but maybe he should have came closer. Oh. Oh. I mean that's Lakers culture, baby. Saying, Gotta set it up for next year, right? I'm just exact. I'm just saying, man. Like you know, you, the, the the Finals MVP. I think it's silly that we use it in arguments for guys' credentials because of the way some of this stuff goes. But like the idea that LeBron was like unanimously, um, you know, the MVP of this Finals. Mm. I, I don't know. That seems kind of funny to me. I mean, it's uh, you know. If AD, maybe it causes AD to walk. You know, he got his championship was. Maybe he's a free agent summer. Maybe he joins the Hawks. <laughs> you know, or joins. Well, who else has I mean, space? listen, Denver is the right spot, right? Like, if, if we're pushing AD somewhere, that's where we want to push him. The, the he's no one in Denver can carry him to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Should the Heat blow it up? That's uh, the that's the real question. The heat blow, I mean, look, man, I had some pretty heavy heavy heat supporters in my text saying i can't wait to trade bam <laughs> this summer bam had maybe the most misleading like five years from now he's gonna have the most misleading 25 and or 25 10 and 5 uh at game six because he was awful in this game yeah he pulled Absolutely up he awful. pulled up late yeah he pulled up real he pulled late up real late i seen a seven for 11 i was like huh when did that come in, bro? Like, I ain't see you. You just now showed up, like, trying to sneak in and get the last little sip of the champagne. I don't know yeah. what's up, but that was nuts. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he definitely took his time to kind of act like he wanted to play. And they did a good job, I will say, to the Lakers, like, keeping him on a weird side where he was ineffective. Like, he was – I couldn't even tell he no, was on he the was, court. I mean, he, he, he missed a dunk. He got blocked by Caruso inside, and then he had a layup where he tried to dunk it and and didn't have any lift. Like he had to lay it up because he went up for a dunk and at six foot nine couldn't get to the rim. Like he was he was just not there at all. Yeah, he's twenty three years old though. You know, twenty three years old. No, 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 no. Waz, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. <laughs> he's only twenty three, <laughs> oh, guys. 
He's only 23. He's not in year 18. Oh, year exactly. 18, baby, LeBron James. <laughs> year, year 18 for those of you playing at home drink. Um, appreciate LeBron. Appreciate his greatness. Um, oh what, what else? What other platitudes I want to use here? Um, we're never going to see something like this again. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Unbelievable <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah, unbelievable what he's doing. Um, <laughs> you believe people called him Wash? Can we take away the yeah. Wash King now? Wash King, man. Wash like, King, I mean, man. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Uh, we never ha- we never put it in. Put never it in put it. It. Yeah. Nobody ever said it. We never put it in the laundry. That shit's been out. Wait, did Wash King ever count since he gave it to himself? Oh, that's a great question. Okay, you know what? Let's go to the Bubble Awards. <laughs> well, I didn't know they made ninth place ribbons. Oh, Jack, they got them all the way up to tenth place. Hey, we can start with with let's start with worst storyline of the bubble. I'm going Wash King. Wash King. Yeah. I mean, that was all year. That was, I mean, it was, it was really weird because, you know, like he got hurt. And I think that maybe they make the playoffs last year if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Look, man, we did, we did the live show in San Francisco, right? Um, Like a year ago. Is that a year ago? We did the live show in San Francisco. And, um, and so like one of the segments of the live show, we we joked by like I had like LeBron defense highlights right and we were like you know from the previous year when he got hurt and like he's just walking around he's not doing anything right um he was he was conserving energy or I don't know what he was doing conserving his groin but uh but we were making fun of that like that was a real thing in terms of like that dude hadn't played defense like four years right and so like it wasn't so much he's washed it was just like eh, is he really giving it his all you know, like, and he's so great that he doesn't have to in order to drag teams to, you know, NBA finals or whatever. But this year, then maybe it was the extra rest. I don't know what it was, but he played defense. Mm-hmm. Like he was great. You even look at the the on off splits for the Lakers defensively when AD was on the floor. If LeBron left, that defense dropped. Right. And I don't yeah. think that's all on AD, but it shows you that like that combination was so great. And so like I don't think it was a wash thing so much. It was just like a when's this dude gonna try on that end of the floor again? Yeah, and and when he tries, I mean he's really good still. Yeah, like, he's what a surprise. LeBron James when he tries. And, and what's funny is, I mean, you know, he plays defense more like a big, right? Um, just an amazing rim protector, and this is part of why the Lakers are so great when he and AD on the are on the court because. Both of those guys, uh, backline helpers, good luck. You know, um, he gets out on the perimeter and it's not as good. So when when they play to their strengths like they did tonight, I, I mean, that's an unstoppable defense. That defense is fantastic because LeBron can can actually elevate himself to that level, which, you know, I, I just wouldn't think a guy in year 18 would be able to do. And their commitment to defense was all year long. Yeah. Right, and where other teams took shortcuts, hello Clippers, <laughs> Clippers, <laughs> Clippers. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> where, where other teams took shortcuts, they never did. And LeBron has been taking shortcuts on that end for years. Maybe he looked around the Lakers' offense and was like, "You know what? I'm passing to Kuzma, and like I'm passing to Caruso, I'm passing to Rondo. It might it might be time to actually play defense this year." <laughs> but yep. I'll tell you what that that supporting cast. Played big the whole playoff run. It seemed like they always had one guy or two guys that were just making all the key plays. And it, it wasn't always somebody scoring a lot, but it'd be Caruso with the the hustle down a free throw rebound or Rondo with a, a tip out to a teammate. Caruso or, got his own rebound today. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another sign that the Heat were just toast, man. Like, Alex Caruso shot a floater and just went up between two Heat players and tipped in his own rebound. A game-high plus 20 in this in this game, by the way. That was, I mean, that was a low-key part of the game was the switch of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking Dwight yeah, Howard out. Move. Not really playing him at all and until garbage time. 
That was yeah, I mean, that was important, and they needed to do that so that they could shut down the Heat perimeter guys. And I, I thought that was a, a really good move from Vogel, even if it might have been too late. <laughs> it obviously wasn't too late, but it's something he, he might have probably should have done earlier in the series. Is Vogel coaching for his job next season, guys? I think it's time to start that, uh, that conversation. <laughs> Jason you know, Kidd. adjustments in the NBA final. Jason what Kidd a, knocking on the door. What a great, what a great po- a coaching performance from him. I, I thought yeah. he only had like yeah, a couple great, of moments, man. and it was just yeah, fantastic. But again, like this is that getting the LeBron buy-in should uh, maybe make us consider Frank Vogel an even better coach, right? Because not every coach right. can get that out of him. Don't tell me. Tell Mark Jackson. <laughs> that was a weird little segment during the game. I didn't even oh, understand what they were doing with that one. Um, but yeah, Vogel, Vogel definitely he he surprised me this year. I don't know that I thought much of him as a coach previously, and maybe that just shows my own, you know, um ignorance and stupidity. But throughout the playoffs, he wasn't afraid to change up the lineups, change strategies, yeah. um, the schemes, like we saw the you know, the adjustments he made during the Rockets series. Uh, the adjustments he made against the Nuggets, uh, even the, even again today, as 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 Dave mentioned, taking Dwight out of the lineup, he just wasn't effective against Miami for five games. And he said, "Yo, we're we're putting in our spark plug," and they looked great for doing so, man. So he he pushed the right buttons. He got the defensive mm-hmm. buy-in all over the place, and the team. And you know, it, it sucks that we got to bring the Clippers into this. Do but we? that was a t- <laughs> no. I'm just saying that that was a team that was a team that didn't have an identity, and this team did. And that was and Vogel deserves a lot of credit for making this team a defensive minded team and somebody a team that could hunker down and and just play scrappy ass defense when they needed it most. Yeah, I definitely thought I definitely thought Vogel was going to lose his job at some point. And to Mark Jackson and others' points about like it's easy to coach LeBron and AD. Ask David Blatt if it's easy to coach LeBron. Right, yeah. like, got fired I don't think it's that easy. Ask Luke Walton if it's like easy that. to coach LeBron. Like, yeah. it's not. It's not easy to coach. Like, Ty Lue went to the hospital. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, Yo, like shit. this is. We, is we blame, <laughs> I'm blaming I the mean, stress of coaching LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like no, like this is like that's not easy to coach LeBron. Right. It's not like it. It that that brings expectations and you needs for perfection. And they've been yes, absolutely. Trade. They were good from day one. Yeah. I mean, when you think about this, you're dealing with not in a you're dealing with a head associate coach. And when you think about in that scenario, you have to step aside and let him control micromanage too. you know, whether it's still standing up for, you know, what you're supposed to do, but just kind of pushing back. And in that scenario, you know, letting LeBron get in the huddle and, and, and talk to guys, too. And it's like, who how many coaches going to let you do that? Right. Yeah, that's not that's not a definite. All right, let's go to what's the best storyline in the bubble. Mm. I would say I, I would say it's the Jimmy Butler thing. Um, yeah, I think his profile has definitely increased coming out of this playoffs. Um, you know, the previous stops in Philly and, and the Timberwolves and the Bulls, they they left all he left all of those places on a sour note. And the whole time he's just saying, look, I just want to win. I just want to be around people who take winning as seriously as I do. And some people didn't believe basically thought he was, you know, blowing smoke up people's asses and other people like and I'll give Zach credit for that. He's like, no, Jimmy's mm-hmm. like damn good. Um, he's the only reason the Timberwolves were anything when he was on that team. He's the he's the main reason. When you watch Philadelphia this year, they just didn't have a perimeter guy who was an adult who could get anything done. Right. And he was everything that team was missing this year. And of course, he takes he takes this team to the finals. I think Jimmy Butler, his story is just cool. It's just people having an appreciation for what it is he brings to the table, and that he's a you know he's a superstar. There's just no two ways about it. Yeah, I think we yeah. saw some teams really rise in the bubble. And I think the Heat were mm-hmm. one of them, obviously. They came in as a fifth seed, left as, you know, a team that took LeBron to six games in the NBA Finals while totally injured. And then I think the Nuggets were the other one. And they've been a team that, you know, we talk about as the, the cute team that that wins a little bit. They, they've gone to the second round before. They've, they've won playoff series before. But it felt like this year they actually – became something real something that is formidable something that is going to have to be accounted for in the future and jamal murray is the biggest reason jamal murray 
in the bubble to me was one of the biggest stories. I think his emergence changes the nuggets from that cute team to a yeah, team that to is going to be really dangerous team. in the West moving yep. forward. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's a big deal to be one game away from the conference finals last year. And then to, to do what they did against the Lakers, you know, and the Lakers clearly just a, a better, more talented team, but the nuggets didn't look out of place in the conference finals against the Lakers. Like it didn't look weird. Like it was, you know, like the Portland team last year, like if we're being honest. And I, I think that that's a great point, Jay. That, that's a real, like it's a really good basketball team that next year we probably should all think has a good shot at making the finals. Uh, I think all your suggestions were good. It's clearly Wells, Trey, Drew, and Nick running NBA bubble life. That's the best story. <laughs> For facts. That's the best story. That was cl- you. classic, classic Twitter. Yeah, no, you guys can, you, you guys can, uh, you know, you guys can laud all these millionaires and everything. I want the true lifeblood of the NBA bubble, all right? That's who I'm going to congratulate. Appreciate so congratulations, you. Trey. You're the best storyline. Man, it was it was hard keeping a secret, man. It was hard still in con- hard for you keeping a secret. Once I knew, I was like, Jesus, I gotta let everybody know. Yo, right? I never knew until I read it in like the New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> we knew we couldn't trust up. you with it, Jay. Yeah, we had a loose man. lips of that Boston media. Let Jay break the story, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the athletic next time, man. He would have rapped about it. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's a wrap on the wrap. We're selling. Man. We're selling that single ninety nine cent. By the way, if you want it, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, who was the who was the rookie of the bubble, Trey? Rookie in a bubble for me was hmm, probably probably Arrow or uh, yeah, Tyler Arrow for sure. Yeah, I think it's got to be him. It I has mean, to be maybe, him because like nobody. Maybe Porter. It was, the regular the, the Pelicans regular, were pathetic, so we know the regular. <laughs> but the regular season, obviously, I mean, like in the bubble, was kind of like overshadowed by vets. You know, yeah, like that's true. The play was just too heavy, but like in 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 postseason play, and when it really counted, Harold stepped up. It was like he he was like, "Hey, I'm not a rookie anymore, and I'm here." And you could say Job Morant too before the elimination stuff, but I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna say Tyler Harold. You know. Yeah, Tyler probably sweeps it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I mean, I mean, Taco, Taco had a, one chance and he screwed it up by not tipping that pass. So, <laughs> <laughs> although he did learn to swim, shout out to Anna Cantor. That was, I right? mean, that was a great moment. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that's the thing. A- so many guys picked up new hobbies for the off season now from from the bubble. I think we're gonna get more golfers. Yeah, we'll get more golfers. Uh, some guys picked up fishing. Mm-hmm. Some guys uh, honed their their expertise in going fishing, like Paul George, right? Expert in I going fishing. I knew a Paul George joke was coming there, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of, who's the veteran of the bubble? Not Paul George. Uh, Jimmy. I don't know. It, feel, it feels like recency. By, well, is Jimmy, do, would we call a role player vet or we mean superstar vet? Because if, that, if that's the case, it's LeBron. Might be LeBron, right? Yeah. No, let's yeah. go role player vet. Let's make it fair. Let's even the playing field a little bit. It could be Jay Crowder, except you know, <laughs> as well as he shot Stop for the entire Stop bubble, it. he stopped Stop being able to shoot the finals. Relax. We're done. With I mean, the guy shot fifty Relax. fucking percent from three for the whole he had, bubble. <laughs> he had a nice. He had a nice little run. He had a nice little run. But I would say it's KCP, man. KCP definitely because you know. Basically, they called him a, tr- a clutch Trojan horse, that he was stealing money, that he didn't belong on the team. And, and he got killed um, by Laker fans, you know, throughout most of his ten- tenure there. And he was basically the butt of a bunch of jokes. And he was probably their third best player um, throughout the course of this entire playoffs. Right. And I don't think anybody would have the whole season. That. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he was great all season. You're right. Um, yeah. he, he was incredible all season and legitimately a 3 and D guy, right? Like a lot of times mm-hmm. we call guys 3 and D guys, either they can't shoot, can't D, yeah. or can't do either. And he we was actually in that moniker, but he was a legitimate 3 and D guy. I, I, he was pretty good last year uh, before LeBron got hurt. Like pretty obvious that he is thriving next to LeBron James, you know, and just allows him to do the stuff that he's good at. And – I mean, he he was fantastic. I thought the entire playoffs at being under control, and then in the finals, he had a couple of these moments where that were like, oh oh wait, that's the old KCP, and then he 
flip it back to what he had been doing. So, I mean, I'm I'm not mad at that one at all. I'm going with Dragic. He was great. Yeah, I'm I'm with Ooh, I'm with Jeff. Yeah. Dragic. I, I mean, you know, he's always couldn't give him away before the season. Yeah, he he's always been considered a quality point guard. But I think a lot of the times it gets lost just how good a playmaker he is and how crafty he is and how he can get to his spots against just about anyone, how he's big and strong and can finish. Like, he's really good. And when he's healthy, as he was in the bubble until very unfortunate what happened to him in the finals, I mean, he he was scoring 20 points a game on a team that, that made the finals. And I think it was painful to watch his press conference after he got hurt, that was just heartbreaking to to watch that. And you could just see how much that dude wanted to be on the court. Game six, I don't think he had any, like he could barely move. He should not have been on that court, but he wanted it so bad. And uh, I mean, Dragic to me was on a different, he brought his career to a different level than, than he's ever been. Yeah. I, I think it was Dragic for me. I think, um, Coming back, like he wasn't good in game six, but even the fact that he would come out there, he made a tough layup at one point, like, um, you know, plus two on the night, not a big deal, just plus two on the night. That's, you know, you only have to win by two to, to win the game. So um, <laughs> everything he did before that, like to, he was so good. It was, it was the point of like, all right, the Heat are going to have cap space in 2021, but they also have to bring Dragic back this summer. How did they figure that out? Right. Like that's how that's how good he was. And they're even like people like Mike Ryan of Levitard show are saying, does, you know, does Goron eventually get his name, you know, his number retired in the rafters, which I think is extreme. Wow. A lot of, no, there are a lot Whoa. of heat people that are like, yeah, I think he does. I'm like, are you kidding me? But there, there are a the lot of heat people run? that are convinced. Yeah, man. Based on I, everything over the last few years, like he's I, been I, really good. I think it's an overreaction. But I'm telling you, like, crazy. they're actually considering it. Not the heat, but like the, right. the most ardent, like heat supporters where like, i think it's crazy but that's nutty but they're I, having that conversation I mean, he was he was great but man that feels yeah, it seems like an overreaction yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i do think he's gonna get uh, i mean as long as his foot heals uh a fat one-year contract from yeah i think if it's not miami it's gonna be somebody money. else i think that he will bring him out for big money like he made 19 this year what can mm-hmm. you do like 120 percent of yeah the cap right you i think he gets 120 percent of 19 million yeah, I mean, I and, I, and it's worth it, man, because you get to run this back and, and potentially after a short offseason. So, uh, you know, again, depending on the foot, I mean, could could they make the finals again next year, Zach? Or do you feel like this is like purely just bubble freak out from them? Who's in their way? They're my pick to win the championship next year. Shocker. We starting pretty early with this, huh? Oh, we start real early, Wallace. We are starting real early. Okay. Yes. I don't need any context of what's going to happen in the never-ending off-season. I'm going all heat. I'm trying to make sure I never have to buy another meal in Miami again. As as someone who lived through the 2018-19 Celtics, I kind of think that they'll have some dynamics that weren't there this year that they'll have to take care of next year, like. Hero is going to come back. He's going to want more touches, more opportunities. Dragic, he's never played at that level before. Can he do it again? Butler was just fantastic all the way through. The one thing I think that can really unlock another level for them is Bam. And I I think Bam has a chance to – I know he he was so improved this year, but I I think there's still like many steps on the ladder – for him to climb. I think as he gets better as a finisher, as a scorer, he's just going to be an absolute force. What about when they trade for Bradley Beal? That, that, that could help too. Giannis, that, that Giannis wouldn't be too bad either. Yeah. Trade for both of them. Who cares? How about you Embiid? Know? Trade for Embiid too. Bring them all in. <laughs> get them drunk. Get me drunk on, on heat culture. Heat culture. Take them to heat Island. Have a mean. Oh, Show them up. Show them the good time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a means assistant on uh, – I'm his lieutenant governor on Heat Island. We can we can show him a good time. All right, let's go to uh, – what other bubble awards do we have here? Uh, we could go to best bubble moment. Trey, what's your best bubble moment? Ben Simmons slamming a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about that. Forgot. Oh, my, oh my God. God. He threw a bounce pass to the lake with a fish. I don't know how bad. I don't know how he missed that so bad, dude. I mean, he was supposed to. You know how he literally missed the lake. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Ben man, I forgot about that. The fish. <laughs> oh my god, I can't beat that. That's my pick too. I might have yeah, to pick I, I, it mine too. is still um, mine is still. Who did the first shotgun? JJ. Was it my? It was JJ. JJ. JJ did the first, and then Myers Leonard did a trick shotgun. He like kicked it off his leg and smashed it on his head. I, I was into the shotgunning from the start. Yeah, and I'm still gonna remember house. the beer shot shotgunning. Um, after this is all over, so it was definitely uh, JJ and and Myers Leonard, two great white boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's our year, was. <laughs> it's y'all century. <laughs> um, Yo, <laughs> Dave, do you have a best bubble moment? I mean, I think sounds boring, man, but I think the fish was probably my favorite thing. I, I died laughing when I saw that. And yeah, I, I'm also now remembering it. I'm I'm team Ben Simmons when it comes to him ignoring his coach, wanting him to shoot threes. <laughs> yeah that's shit you, you can't throw a point. fish back in a lake oh um, i get it all right worst bubble moment i'll start paul george jeez i knew that was the coming. replays i'm gonna say the bucks loot getting getting put out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was disheartening man they went out it was they just got stomped just yeah, they, they they were they got lucky they didn't get swept. Yeah, like they true. were a Chris Middleton hot quarter away from getting swept. Yeah, they by a five seed, and that's just, after Jay King thought that the Heat would lose in like five games or something like that. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I disrespected them so much all the way through. Oh man, I really yeah, did. The Bucks, that was that was that was so sad, terrible. How did how did they get? cracked like that <laughs> like they went through the regular season just dominated everyone and then showed up in the bubble like ass um, i'll tell you how heat culture that's how <laughs> um all right so we got the bucks we've got uh we got paul george dave you said the replays the replays are brutal the officiating might be the worst moment of the bubble too yeah Dragic's right hands Oh, Looks stop. like it here. I'm just telling you what stop. they're probably looking for. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. It shouldn't take this long. I also. would rather them miss a hostile act and us have flow to the game than them to be the hostile police. You become hostile when they call hostile. We got to clean this up. Well, the bubble, it, you know, and, and we talked a lot about it on Nerder because of, like, just how weird all of shot, it was. The three-point shot foul, they got to figure something out. The landing that. space thing it's is so crazy, weird, man. man. I, I, like, there is no incentive for the defense to ever close out on a three-point shooter because you're always at risk of getting called for that landing space foul because of how much leeway guys get with their feet and legs. I don't know how to solve it while also I, I get what they're going for, right? They, they want the game to be safer and they, you know, fewer lower, lower body injuries. I'm much more concerned by the way they officiate guys in the air at the basket than I am the jump shooters, to be honest. I don't think they take enough care of guys going up for lobs and putbacks and layups and fast break situations. Uh, and especially when you juxtapose that with how they treat jump shooters, it's, it's just insane to me, but they got to find a balance, man, because what they're doing right now is, is a huge overcorrection. Yeah. Get rid of the pass and crash charging foul. If yeah. You're not going to get rid of the charging jump, right? Like that one's got to go. Yeah, the pass, jumping defender's got to go. Is, is really bad. Man, they for called the like four of those tonight. And I was like, come on, man, where do we stand with reviews? I, I just don't understand why they can't have I'm off a I, review I, I legit, guy. I legit hate them at this point. Like, yeah, I legitimately I, I, don't care if the refs get it wrong. It, especially, like, a guy, st uh, I don't know, like, his toe stepping out of bounds in the second quarter. It's like, all right, if that was wrong or right, like, who cares? Yeah, like, I, look, I want, I want the officiating to be correct, and I want it to be consistent. But if we need four minutes of review to see if, like, something was, you know, something, something actually. Something that we like, get to you, see as There's got to be a 60-second time limit seconds. on it. Yeah. We, we, we got to be a 60-second time limit. Just put a guy there. They're, like, that's the thing, right? You've got a replay ref. Yeah. That's it. Right. Problem solved. Especially in these nights where there's one game. Yeah. Right? 
Like that's all it's got to be. Yeah, like I, I'm out on. I don't care about replays anymore. If they got rid of them tomorrow, I'd be fine. I'd we be missed so the, happy. the forest for the trees on this, right? Like you, you actually are disrupting the forest. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> but you, you're missing. Like you're missing the point. Uh, think about some of the some of the things that have been overturned. Like you know, a, a guy jumps over the top, pokes the ball out of bounds, and then we go and review for four minutes for what? Yeah, like oh, was that that's his finger? Was that bounds. Bam's finger? Like come on, man. Right. That's been out of bounds on the guy coming over the top. For, I don't know, 80 years? Why are we changing it right now? Just like, you know, just keep with the the, the spirit of the game. Yeah, I'm I'm completely with you. I I think it's um I think it's it's ruining the product. Mm-hmm. And if if it's not obvious, let's keep it moving. Right? Like yeah. if you can't yeah. if you can't determine that replay immediately, like keep it moving. I'd rather I'd rather speed up the game and have them have to overcome an incorrect call in the second quarter. I also yeah, but- don't know. I don't know if I like coaches' challenges before the fourth quarter. I may I keep like it like I'm like I'm. I think I'm all good on the coaches' challenge at this point. They can go away. Yeah, it's just those need especially to die. if it's just one a game. If, yeah. if they're gonna do it, I this goes against everything I just said. But if they're gonna do it, I'd rather you get to keep keep a challenge until you get it wrong. Like you get it right, you should get you should get another challenge. Oh, you that, get, that is challenges absolutely until it's weird. Wrong. It's like you messed up. Why am I being punished? Right, I'm being punished, and, and I got to and right. I got to risk this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. I, I I'm with you guys. I was with you guys at the beginning, but then the more it went on, the more I liked the the actual thought coaches had to put into a challenge. Like you couldn't challenge an obvious call in the second quarter because you needed it for later, just in case the ref screwed up. I kind of like right. that part of it, even though, like you said, it was kind of rewarding. Or punishing the the guys because the refs sucked at their job early in a game, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to uh, biggest bubble beneficiary, which was Jay's horrible suggestion. Interest in terms of being able to say it out loud. Biggest bubble <laughs> beneficiary. Amazing, you screwed that up, but you got the rap right. That's incredible. Spent a lot of time practicing that. Who benefited the most from the bubble? Other than the Lakers, who won the championship, uh, I'm going to have to say, who was it? That's, that's probably just, the Suns, man. Yeah. Well, you the Suns, the Suns, yeah. But I'm trying to think about who took all, who who about to make all that money. I think mm. uh, somebody. Had, oh, Gary, Gary Trent Jr. Oh, Gary Trent, Trent Jr. Jr. Yeah. came up. Uh, Jerry and Grant came Jerry up. And, for sure. Jer- Jerry and Grant. Lou for Dort. Sure. You know what? I would say. I would say. Uh, no, Lou Dort signed a Lou terrible Dort already, contract. He already loved oh, yeah. it. He's on. He's yeah. on a, a two way, isn't he? He might mm-hmm. be the. No, no. He he signed a deal, but he might now be like one of the best contracts in the league because of how low that deal is. I mean, he, he started in playoff games. Oh, yeah, let's see him do it against game. somebody who isn't James Harden first. And- wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Let's see him do it against against a real superstar and then do it again in the playoffs. And not get blocked by James Harden. (laughs) More like loser Dort. Am I right, Waz? No? Nah, we can't call the young Haitian a loser. Oh, that's right. He's Haitian. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's unassailable. But no, I'm just saying, um, (laughs) you guys are (laughs) definitely... He definitely got a bump. Um, the Suns, they went eight and zero, and then mm-hmm. because they didn't get, they didn't go to the playoffs. Like their warts never had to be exposed right. or worried about or any of that. So they just get the gloss of we were undefeated, we were so hot, we finally come together as a team. And I think that's you know that's something they could build upon and look forward to going into the next season, whenever the hell that is. They did is the it, Costanza, right. No, they went. They they won eight straight, so they could only finish the season five games under five hundred. I think Rondo's up there for bubble beneficiary too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, Rondo. Yeah. Uh, you know Melo too. First, Melo had a great bubble. We also got to shout out Rondo being the first Celtic and Laker to win a chip, and then we got Danny Green, three teams, three rings, with San Antonio. Toronto. Oh, actually, he went back to back. Toronto yeah, back Lakers. To yeah. Danny Green. Uh, shout out to Bo Estes from NBA TV. Uh, Danny Green became the first player in NBA history to be a starter on back to back champions that were different teams. That's that. Danny Green's a champion. That's all you need to know. Again, all is right with the world. Now y'all can leave his his woman alone on social media. Yeah, that's crazy, dog. I still can't believe that. 
I can definitely believe someone got death threats on social media. I yeah, get death yeah, threats ahead, just for saying the heat are going to lose. Wait, I need, I need to know that Jade is bossing Nova in this. Yep, yep. I want to, I, look, I'm not discounting what the story. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. Right. There's a difference, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a difference. And so I'm just curious what happened. I'm curious what I'd happened. Ra- I'd rather have somebody tell me. I want my damn respect, too. <laughs> right. Like, go, like, like, I just think there's a difference between... <laughs> I'm, not di- I'm not saying one didn't happen or one did. I'm just... When I saw that story, I thought... And we're back. Jeez. <laughs> what? I didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> All right, let's go to the bubble MVP. I mean, it's LeBron, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No question. No, no, no. Get LeBron out of the equation. All right. Well, then it's got to be Jimmy. So then it's got to be Jimmy. Or, yes. maybe, or it could be Nik- Nikola Jokic. Wow. I mean, you said his name right, so it must be. And now it is. I, I'm, we're sweeping it. Jokic. Waz actually said his name right. All right. I respect it, Waz. I respect it. Yeah. Nah, he did his thing, man. He, he earned Waz's respect. Like, right. legit. Not that it should matter. I mean, the guy's, you know, no, he's but, a max player. And yeah. He's, he's an all-star, all-NBA type of cat. But he 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 showed out. He showed and proved the entire um, playoffs um, right until the end against the Lakers. Obviously, they came up short. But he showed himself to be one of the best players in the NBA. Um, you know, he's driving offense for a team that's generating buckets. And they were able to do it against the Lakers, which, as we know, is one of the best defenses in the league. I think Jokic has a claim for sure for being one of the most valuable players of the uh, of the bubble. What about Anthony Davis? Uh, Anthony Davis too, man. I think he had I think he had some stuff to prove coming into this playoffs. And you know, I think if the Lakers didn't win the championship this season, it was always going to be blamed on him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. You know, that being the case, the way he, sh- the way he also showed improve on defense specifically, where he was just, he was just elite. You know, on- I, I'll say this: he was, he was never that defender in New Orleans, right? Like exactly. there's some, there were some Laker people who were like, what are you talking? Like at the beginning of the season or before the season started, they were like, well, Anthony Davis one of the best defenders in the league. I was like, eh, not really. Like he's not a, he's <laughs> not a changing guy. But he got next to LeBron, he got in Vogel's system, and he. But like that's the, that's easily the he best defense dominant. he's ever played. Yeah. yeah. Oh dominant. yeah. The way he was flipping his hips all year. Get just... out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. No, but I, I think <laughs> you know we, sickos, man. we saw <laughs> we saw Anthony Davis uh, and, and a lot of this. I mean, we don't know how how real any of it is. I mean, he shot like thirty five percent, I think, from the mid range in the regular season, and shot fifty two percent off the top of my head uh, during the playoff run. So I don't know how much of that shooting is real, but he shot the lights out. And I, I think that when we talk about his versatility, we've kind of overstated some of his shot making. It wasn't overstated at all in the bubble. I mean, no, he was, it, he, was no, it, he he took that bubble environment. I mean, he shot 40% from three, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, like he made shots. I don't think that's going to be him when we get back to relative normalcy, but um but whatever he made the shots where where he was asked to play and like that that's the thing like look I, even if this stuff doesn't carry over in terms of like some of the shooting we saw from Jamal Murray from Anthony Davis like um you know a lot of these guys like it doesn't it doesn't really matter cuz in the vacuum that they had to play in they hit the shots and they won you know with mm-hmm. AD they won the game they won the championship right. um, well everybody so was it. shooting in the same environment that's the yeah, thing exactly like, yeah that you was you can blame control. it on the bubble but you know like i, I think i said this uh during the nugget series people kept waiting for pe- these guys to come down to earth and it's like no 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 this is the bubble normal They're, like quit waiting on regression and you just got to make shots and you got to try to stop them. I mean, is if you're going to leave him open, he's going to hit these shots. I mean, this is everybody. Jay Crowder yeah. shot out of his mind until the finals. <laughs> For a while. Also. For a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> until the finals. And then he went, went back to normal. Mode. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going Jimmy. I'm going Jimmy. Not to discount Jokic or 
or uh, AD, but I do think Jimmy was like, if we're not going LeBron, if LeBron's not an option, I do think Jimmy, like Jimmy beyond proved himself. It was just like, he, he dragged that heat team to two finals wins and two of the best performances we've ever seen. Well, and I think the conversation around Jimmy has changed too. I mean, think about, let's say two years ago, Paul George and Jimmy Butler, is that a conversation people have? Oh, most you know, of, no, almost everyone would have gone was, Paul George. Yeah, for sure. And today, nobody. There's, yeah, not a, not a chance in the world yeah. would you, would you no. think to yourself that Paul George was the superior player. I'm glad that my anti-Paul George stuff has... It's finally has, come home. Has finally, has finally become true. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was true before, but I was, right. I was holding on to it. <laughs> uh, all right, bubble LVP, Paul George. Oof. Actually, no, that's not fair. The entire Clippers fair. team. I was gonna say Mont- Montrez. He lost Montrez, the brain. Oh man, he, he might have cost himself yeah, some was, money. Man. Yeah, that's a great call. He 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 had a rough, rough, rough. Well, COVID. not hold just on, the tragedy, watch. his personal tragedy in his yeah. family. Like, woo, Rich Paul gonna have to earn every single cent this offseason. You know what? But was to be fair, he had that horrible play and it hurt. But then he did win the NBA's Hustle Award, which is apparently a thing. <laughs> I've never heard of this award in my life, but <laughs> he won too. it. Now. Was, this is the first year, right? I, I literally thought the Clippers made that award up. I was like, the oh, NBA we just, gave we're it just like <laughs> reporting on made up internal awards now. Like that's a thing. God, that's a great okay. idea, man. I, but yeah, it shouts to him for winning the, the hustle award. I don't know if that's going to get him, you know, Irish man. There was points during the season where, you know, we were hearing rumors that he was going to get like $90 million this off season. Um, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't foresee that <laughs> happening at all. You know, I think teams are going to are going to understand like the importance of the playoffs and if you're a real playoff contender, can you sign him for any amount of money? I don't think so, man. That he you can't you can't really play him in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't expect him bubble. to be that bad. I do think a lot of that was just conditioning and not being in the bubble until like literally the playoffs, but also like I don't know that he was a guy I trusted that much anyway. And right. especially like he was going to get, I don't know what he's going to get now, but he was going to get like 20 a year. Uh, yeah. He was going to prior to the lot. shutdown. Like yeah. I, and that's not, I would never give him that. I've got, I've got two candidates for this one. One Pascal Siakam. Siakam. Oof, he was rough, man. It was bad. And I, I think because of how he started this season, People thought he had really elevated to the next level where he could be a go-to guy. Then he showed in the bubble, he's not that. And he's a long way from being that. And maybe he will be one day, but it was it was rough, especially in the playoffs, especially against Boston. And then the other guy, I think Giannis. And, oh. and, and some of that's not his fault. Some of it's on coaching. Some of it's on the supporting cast. But when you're the MVP two years in a row, and you get waxed by a five seed. That's not a super team. It, it, that's not a team with like three all-stars. You shouldn't be getting trounced by the Miami Heat in round two. I think I, I think Giannis, some of the flaws in his game have shown, and they've shown more in the playoffs. And I, I think when you look back to last season, they lost to the champions, right? They lost to Kawhi. They lost to right. a Raptors team that was really rolling. This year, I think you look at it, and even though the Heat played really well, the excuses are dwindling, man. Like, if it happens again, a lot of it's on Giannis. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't know how you can disagree with that, right? Like, Giannis was was brutal, uh, which will take us to our final award, biggest fraud of the bubble, fraud. Ooh. Dave, I mean. It- we already. I thought, not the Clippers. I thought you were um, suggesting that Dave was the biggest fraud. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave sure. is my oh. biggest fraud. That's all. Hey, no, listen. He did call as, as Anthony somebody, Davis the best hey, player in the world. As somebody who all year was like, "Oh man, the Bucks are gonna just walk to the finals." Man, could they win the championship in sixteen in sixteen games? Oh yeah, I might be a fraud on that front. Uh, might be. You know, I mean, it's it's for sure the Clippers. Um, just because again, like the too cool for school stuff that they did all year, the, we were just all waiting for them to flip the switch and then, you know, they were going to show up and they were going to be the best team in basketball. Just fraudulent from day one fraud. Yeah, they were frauds. 
Yeah, man. It might be the unanimous top fraud. Fraud. All of them. Uh, Every single one of them. <laughs> Ka- Kawhi. People, people thought Kawhi was on Damn. LeBron's level. They thought Kawhi was best player the, in the world. He came back, lost a 3-1 lead to Denver. Yeah, well, I don't. Th- I mean, look, he should have played better. I would. I, if, if game five, game, game five and six, day. I would have said. I would have said, ah, oh, that's extreme. But game seven, he was awful. Like he sucked in game seven. Yeah. He couldn't even score in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was that 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 thing, man. When it started going downhill yeah. at the, you know basically mid third to to the end of the game, it was just woof. That that churro step that he did, where he just you know ran right into the guy and just threw up the ugliest shot you've ever seen. Yeah, he started flopping and complaining a lot in the bubble. Yeah, it was man the Clippers, man. That, that, that. <laughs> what a ride they were. <laughs> it's just it's it's just crazy because you know being around the team all year, just the 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 sort of attitude and energy from management to the players to the coaches was sort of like we got this, we got this. They just knew they were going to win the championship this year, and for it to end that way against. Man, Nikola Jokic. And Doc Rivers got fired, fired. over this team. <laughs> like that is, I'll you know, never like Doc Rivers withstood the, the Donald Sterling administration and he got fired. That's a project. Doc Rivers team. had had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin at his peak, and DeAndre Jordan at his peak, and failed to make a conference finals and made it through that. Th- that team, this team, is for sure, unanimous frauds. Yeah. They Man. they were fraudulent. Um, they were I do have one ultimate suggestion. frauds. I do have one suggestion. Uh, Eastern Conference playoffs, J. King. <laughs> I knew that was coming too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think he's runner up though. He's runner up to the Clippers. You know what? I was a lot righter than Zach Zach Harper in the finals, baby. <laughs> were you though? <laughs> <laughs> I had six games right. You had the Lakers right. You know, we kind of broke even on that one. That's not really how it goes. So. <laughs> uh, Trey, you going Clippers for frauds? Damn, man. I hate to do it to them. You got they've, it, they've been down for so long, man. <laughs> Just when you think they're making some strides. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to go with the Clippers, man. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was definitely. Cause, yeah, because people were just saying, like, yo, they got the best defenders on the perimeter. And think about the I one, might two, have been three, one Cancun. of them. I can't listen. The oh, year I been definitely, so crazy. I definitely was. I, I definitely know I for sure probably the Clippers. was riding yeah. high on the Clippers. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Clippers being a fraud. I had the Clippers up until the bubble, and then I did predict the Lakers. So, maybe I was right after all, Jay. You know, my pre-bubble <laughs> predictions. You, you would credit yourself for that, too. 100%. Yeah, I hedged. I gave myself... Give myself all the outs. Ew. Absolutely. The Clippers, um, man. The freaking Clippers, though. Like, we can't talk enough about how fraudulent they were. No, because that's the thing. Like, and I know I said this before, but to Waz's point, everyone talked like they had won already. Like, they had been there before. And the only guy who had been there, Kawhi, didn't talk. It's not even like, that's that, how, like, that the media the anointed was. them. They anointed themselves. They were walking around with paper crowns, man. <laughs> It would not shock me if Marcus Morris had a paper crown. Nah, and and, and the, the crazy thing, too, is like after Clipper games, you'd walk into the locker room. I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time walking into the locker room after a game. I love journalist Waz, by the way. And and Kawhi, was, he was talking to his boy that works with the team. I forget homie's name. Jeremy. And he was eating a bowl. He had a bowl of shrimp. <laughs> and he was eating the shrimp. And I, I just remember thinking, like, yo... And this dude's going to take an hour and a half <laughs> to right. do his post-game availability. It's a, lot, it's a lot of shrimp. And he's he's sitting there yucking it up with his homie, eating shrimp. I just remember <laughs> being, like, just struck by that. Like, that shit was just hilarious to me in the moment. Like, yo, this is so crazy. Like, he's going to have Yovan up there uh, until <laughs> midnight. Poor <laughs> hey, Yovan, man. man. Talk. Yo, you know what? That's my season MVP. Yovan having to deal with these clowns oh, all year. Shouts to Yovan, man. Shouts to Yovan. Oh, Good Yovan soldier, MVP. bro. Absolutely. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the Basket Buds of the Athletic NBA Show podcast. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Make sure you leave a review, five stars, spread the word, all that stuff. If you're not subscribed to the Athletic 
theathletic.com. Do it. What's wrong with you? You got to subscribe to theathletic.com. You get all the best coverage of sports in the world right there. And uh, make sure you're rocking with us throughout the postseason, uh, the uh, the off season, all that stuff. Everything that we've got to cover about the NBA, we'll have it right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Make sure you're checking out tampering, hoops adjacent, point of contention, nerdish road all week long. Make sure you check out No Dunks and all the team-specific shows. For Trevon Edwards, for Wazzy Lambert, the cultural anthropologist, for Jay King, uh, runner-up to uh, NBA Bubble Fraud. For Dave DeFore, I'm Zach Harper. Thanks, Jade Hoy, for producing, and thanks for rocking with us all season. Organization want their respect. Laker Nation want their respect. And I want my damn respect too.